Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hi, and thanks for checking in on our Exploring Awareness Podcast. We're going to return the favor and we're going to check in on you as well. It's Lisa and Frank, and we started this podcast about two months ago with a bit of a different intention. And now the whole world is in upheaval due to the coronavirus pandemic. So we're making a bit of a turn. However, we'll still be exploring awareness, but also exploring how we can feel some peace and joy and be calm. Frank's the peaceful one and the calm one. He's a physician and a longtime meditator and a mindfulness explorer. You doing okay, Frank? Yeah, I'm doing great, Lisa. I'm an on-air radio broadcaster who asks a lot of questions, but is learning along with you as we explore awareness. And what we're going through right now in Southeast Michigan, I'm considered an essential employee, so I have been still going to work despite an executive order from our governor to stay home. Frank is becoming part of the newly emerging and growing telehealth practice, and you're basically staying at home right now. So I think the two of us are bringing two different experiences and perspectives to what's happening. Would you agree? I would, Lisa. We're in a whole new world now, and I just want to welcome all the listeners that are out there, and I know many people are now at home and wondering what to do, and we are living in what can be called a chaotic world, and you know our tagline is finding peace and joy in this chaotic world, and so I just want to welcome everyone that's out there, and I'm so glad you're listening, and I hope that you find our conversations and our meditations helpful. When we started this podcast, that was what we said our intention and our goal would be to help people live in this chaotic world. And little did we know just how chaotic it was going to get. Right, right. You know, there was chaos before, but right. now, yeah. you know, a lot of chaos. And, and, and one of the things about it is we're, for many of us, we're homebound. Many people in the world are, are basically restricted to their homes. And so now, you know, this whole idea of, uh, of a completely opposite world, um, and we have to learn to live with that. And then there's these realities that we're facing today, and then our minds can take us into the future and create all kinds of stories about what could possibly happen. And I hope that we can take this podcast and this information and work with our listeners to find another another option. You know, there's an opportunity to kind of go within. And on Facebook this week, um, a friend of mine uh, sent me a message. It's called the it's called a message from the Council of 13 Indigenous Grandmothers. Did Aww. you see that, Lisa? I did. It's just really nice. It's really nice. I'd like to read that Please because do, it, yeah. it really, it really seemed to capture this. And you know, I spent a couple of years working out on the Navajo Indian Reservation uh, with the Indian Health Service, and and I really learned to value uh, the Navajo culture and to and to value the the groundedness, you know, and the connectedness to the earth that uh, the Navajos had. You know, they've been around. And, and Native Americans have been in the in, in the United States or in these lands for many, 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 many years. And it's only recently that their lands were changed by 
the immigration of, of, of people from other worlds. And so, you know, their life just has continued on. It's more difficult now for them. But there's a lot of wisdom, a lot of groundedness, a lot of connection um, to the inner spirit. And so I'm, I'm honored that I can actually share this information from these wise women, the Council of 13 Indigenous Grandmothers. So I'll read this. It says, as you move through these changing times, be easy on yourself and be easy on one another. You're at the beginning of something new. You are learning a new way of being. You will find that you are working less in the yang modes that you are used to. You will stop working so hard at getting from point A to point B the way you have in the past, but instead will spend more time experiencing yourself in the whole and your place in it. Instead of traveling to a goal out there, you will voyage deeper into yourself. Your mother's grandmother knew how to do this. Your ancestors from long ago knew how to do this. They knew the power of the feminine principle. And because you carry their DNA in your body, this wisdom and this way of being is within you. Call on it. Call it up. Invite your ancestors in. And as the yang-based habits and the decaying institutions of our planet begin to crumble, look up. A breeze is stirring. Feel the sun on your wings. Wow, that's perfect, don't you think? In light of everything that's going on right now? Yeah, it is. It's 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 a it's another way of talking about finding your core and going within. And so now, those of us that find ourselves at home, um, you know, we there's there is in a way an opportunity to do that. You know that we may not have had when we were trying to get from point A to point B all the time. Well, and that's really what this conversation and this podcast is all about to begin with. Isn't that what you wanted us to do when we started exploring awareness is to go inside and connect with our core and find out more about ourselves and then that would impact how we move through the world? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and as we talked about on the first episode, I wanted to call it exploring awareness because that's that is kind of the mechanism that, that, that I've used through the mindfulness techniques and and uh, and my experiences to to connect to that core through this process of exploring awareness. Now, obviously, indigenous grandmothers have had a may have a, had had a different technique, and you know, different people have different techniques. But I'm a pretty typical American person, you know, part of the American culture, and know this type of energy of trying to get from point A to point B. And it's also wonderful, you know, we can do so many things with our minds, and we can do so many things in this society. We're a very individualistic society, and those all things are great. But you know, this whole pandemic has revealed the fragility of, of, of some of our of our structures, you know. I mean, how is it that this little particle of RNA can cause so much havoc within our world? There's a a fragility that we didn't know. And in some ways, you know, it reveals to us, you know, that there's been a little bit of an illusion that we've been living in. Um, And it really, 
may not have been sustainable. And so now we've got to go within and recollect and see what's going to be next. That's a lot to take in. I mean, that is a definitely a, a great way to look at it. But that, uh, it's a lot to take in, don't you think? It is. It is. And so there's two ways to deal with this. One is our minds can start spinning out of control. Right. Have you ever heard of monkey mind? Yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah. yeah. What, what have you heard about monkey mind? Well, it's like you're just in your head and you're just thinking, and it's like, am I going to live? I'm not going to do. Am I going to have a job? And what's going to happen? And you do what Mike is going to be, you know, you just, it's just, is that right? That's what I think of it. It's just going yeah, yeah, on yeah. and on and on. And you're like <sighs> getting all caught up in all these thoughts. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and there's some good reasons for people to do that. I mean, there is goodness. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that would, that's a good reason, but you know, I don't, I don't, would never fault anybody. Oh, for doing right, that. yeah, it's definitely because I mean, there are some serious conditions that people are facing. You know, yeah, there's yeah. so many people in, you know, this the the economy that that were working per mm-hmm. hour and they mm-hmm. didn't have benefits and they didn't have you know consistent jobs or. Or they've been laid off, and, right. and so much, so much, so so many people have that gig economy have been has, has evolved, you know, in the context of these other global economic priorities, and uh, people were getting by, and then boom, all of a sudden, it seems like what's going to happen next, and so I think it's really easy to to have a monkey mind around this, mm. and uh, and and it's normal. But when we talk about exploring awareness, and you all have landed here at this podcast, and we do, there is an opportunity to try something a little bit different. And even though your your mind may not say it's possible, I'm going to invite people to just stop for a little bit and see if they can't try something different. And so, you know, you have to make that choice that this monkey mind, this mind racing, or even if it's not your mind racing, but just this feeling of dread, if there's some way that we can take a break from that, even for just during the podcast, if you would just be open to taking a break and try something different, you know, that may provide a glimpse, it may provide a way to to move in in a different way. We have discussed how important it is to have this conversation right now because we're all dealing with, including Frank and I, you know, we're human and we're, and we're dealing this with this as well. And we had this podcast idea and we set this up and I thought we cannot not talk about this. We cannot, we have to help people deal with it better. So what do we need to do? What's your first step advice? Well, you know, I, I, was, I was looking at this really uh, interesting new book by Byron Katie. The name of the book is A Mind at Home with Itself. Hmm. So what do you think about that a title? A Mind at Home with Itself. Yeah. It means that you, does it mean you already are kind of aware of what's going on if you're at home with yourself? Yeah. Or, c- c- uh, is your mind at home with yourself? Or with itself? Is your mind at home with itself? Like comfortable with itself? Is your mind? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. A, you got to be aware of it that it's even there and that you're even thinking about it. That's one thing about monkey mind or monkey chatter is that a lot of people don't even know that this is going on in their head. So you, I think you have to stop and, and think, who, who am yeah. I talking to and who, what's happening and be aware of it. Right, right. And 
and sometimes, Lisa, when we start becoming becoming aware of our thoughts, and also there becomes this uh, aversion to that as well. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm doing that again, and mm. and even judging yourself for your thoughts. Right. So don't do that. So well. <laughs> uh, you, no, Lisa, you can't say don't do that because that creates another problem. Right. And there's a quote in this book, and I love this quote. It says, the mind can never be controlled. It can only be questioned, loved, and met with understanding. Well, say that and again. Repeat, the mind? Yeah, please do. The mind can never be controlled. It can only be questioned loved and met with understanding you know you teach us that approach to a lot of different things and it's like it's a good reminder to me you know i'm like what's the help help me how do, what's the solution what do you advise and you're like saying that's not how it works right it's not right. how it works right and so let's say your mind is is going mm -hmm. and 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 it's predicting the future right mm -hmm. and it's like oh i'm not gonna have money i'm not gonna have a job on this and that and all of these things and and your mind is racing and it's causing distress and um and problems and you can't contr control your mind your your mind is programmed right for your protection and it's our instincts are set up to protect ourselves to plan for the future and all of these things so so remember we first started becoming aware of the breath and then we became aware of the body and then we became aware of thoughts and then we became aware of emotions and all the previous podcasts you know have that discussion and the and and the uh, guided meditations and so you know this quote is speaking from the place of awareness. So if your mind can't be controlled, it can only be questioned, loved, and met with understanding. You know, it it implies awareness. It's like, okay, so I am aware that my mind is creating all of these scenarios. You can question it. You can say, well, where does that come from? But you can also say, you know, that's my mind doing what it does. And I love my mind because it's trying to protect me. But but me, the part of me that's saying that is this awareness piece, this awareness place that is, is there all the time and is asking these questions from a place of stillness, from a place of peace, you know, and a place of love, of, of, of loving your monkey mind, you know, of understanding your monkey mind. And so you take that step back into this awareness and then all of a sudden these things take on a different meaning. So are you yourself all of these thoughts and emotions and fears or is it the awareness of those things who you really are and uh, again it's not one of those things you can think up it's not something that you control but once you connect get a glimpse identify with that piece then all of a sudden these things get transformed into something to be aware of just like the breath 
all I keep thinking is that is such a compassionate response. Yeah. And you know, it's it, it, it does take a decision to try it. Can you kind of walk us through how that would be right now, just so people listening? Are well, thinking, it would be, it would be, it, you know, it would be through a guided meditation. Okay. So I did want to mention one other thing. And um, before we go to the guided meditation, and, you know, there's so many different techniques to help people open to this. And I did want to bring up Byron Katie's inquiry uh, method. And if people are interested, they can look on YouTube and uh, the internet and at, uh, at the website um, of Byron Katie, I think it's called The Work. But there are four questions I just want to introduce because I think this helps put people in an awareness place. So when she works with people and they have a story, the first question that she asks people to ask themselves is, is it true? And People generally will think it's true. But then the second question is, can you absolutely know that it's true? Okay. And then the third question is, how do you react? And what happens when you believe the thought? And then the fourth question is, who would you be without the thought? See, I think that's the best one. Because I think people are going to think, oh, sure, it's true. If I think it, it's true. And, you know. But that's right. But do you absolutely know it's true? And can you answer that question honestly? Well, how do you react when you when you believe that thought? And then what would you, how would you react if you were without the thought? Yeah. I think that makes the difference. Yeah, exactly. And so, 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 so many times, those thoughts, we believe them to be true, but do we know them absolutely to be true? No. When we believe them to be true, we get this feeling, you know, of panic or dread or whatever. What would it be like if you didn't have those feelings? What if you didn't have that? What if it wasn't true? How would you feel? Yeah. You know, so that puts us back into a little bit of a awareness place as well. So we don't have to go into detail about that, but I do think that's another tool that has been very helpful for a lot of people. And so I wanted to bring that up. Is that kind of like don't take your fears so seriously? If you're worried about the future, then kind of stop yourself and ask these questions and maybe that will kind of halt that anxiety? It reminds me of uh, Tara Brock's RAIN um, methodology we talked about in a previous episode, episode two, which is about emotions. When you recognize the emotion, you acknowledge the emotion, you investigate it, and you nurture it. The nurturing part could be part of the meditation. And, you know, we just learned today from Tara Brock, too, that uh, the Chinese uh, word for meditation is present heart. And so now, you know, there's a heartfulness about this, a, a compassionate aspect to how we're going to treat ourselves when we kind of move into this deeper place. Meditation is present heart. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm hearing you say with everything that's going on and all the anxiety it's causing people, if you're just stop and be aware 
of what you're thinking or how you're feeling and explore that a little bit that is helpful. Yeah, that's very helpful. And and the way we do that is by practicing these mindfulness techniques. And the best way to start is be mindful of the breath because the breath is always there. And it's something you can really practice your awareness on. Well, let's just say, okay. so be mindful of the breath. Stop, take a breath, stop and say, I'm breathing. Let's just clarify that. Be mindful yeah. of the breath. What does that Mindfulness mean? Mindfulness of the breath. So whatever's happening, you're always breathing, right? Whether you know it or not. Right. And so the a one doorway to presence and awareness is to just stop and know that you're breathing. Like you're literally, you're driving in the car and you're fretting about your future and then you say, I'm, I'm going to stop. Oh, I'm breathing. And that's going to help you? Yeah. You okay. take some breaths. Okay, take some breaths. And, you know, awareness isn't necessarily a thought as much as it is, is a um, sense. Hmm. And so you sense into hmm. that seems a being little, aware of the breath. Seems a little more peaceful and compassionate. Right. It, it shifts, you yeah. know, the mind right. away from the thoughts. And is the, the breath is is a very present moment thing that's happening. And so, okay, so no longer are, is your mind spinning out into the future, but you're just present with your breath because that's what's present right here and you are breathing. Mm. Right? And we right. can just start our meditation now, too, if you'd mm -hmm. like, just yeah. uh, continuing this. Sure idea of just breathing and noticing that you're breathing deep breathing necessarily or just regular breathing so i'm taking some well, deep, deep i find taking can, some deep breaths relaxing you know yeah you can start some deep breaths i kind of feel it and hear it right so you know you might be taking long breaths mm -hmm. you know you might be taking short breaths you know you might be taking quiet breaths or you might be taking louder breaths. But again, the awareness, right? Being aware of the breath. And um, do you feel a little different? I do. It's, yeah. You know, and, you, and you've said it a million times and I've heard you say it a million times, but just really being reminded of it at, at this moment and it can bring, I don't want to say instant peace, but it certainly is helpful no it's very helpful and the more you get familiar with it right. the more it becomes part of you and so that's why mm. practicing meditation is important if you if you can you know even for five minutes just check in with that that sense of yourself because it's always there and 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 people who who are doing this, you know, have a nice sense of groundedness. And it's not, no one's better than the other. We're all on the path together. And um, and some people say, well, I can't do that. My mind is racing. Hmm. And I would say to you, you're, you're aware and you don't know it. I mean, if you know that your mind is racing, hmm. who are you that knows the mind is racing? And then rest there as the awareness piece. And so... You know, the, the more your mind is going crazy and you know it, the more you're aware of it. Tap into the awareness of that and see what happens. You know, that's the out. That's that's the awakening, you know, and it, and it takes mm. – it may happen just like that or it may be a slower realization. But remember, 
we are homo sapiens sapien, the ape that's aware that it's aware. And so we have the capacity to, to be different than just an ape. We have the capacity to be aware that we're aware. We all have that. It's right there. So you're it's saying so all these false. lovely helping things and the cynical journalist in me wants to ask you, do you do this, Frank Anderson? Yes, I do this. Every day. Almost every day. You get you find yourself in a situation and you think, all right, I'm just going to stop and be aware of my breath. No. Well, okay. It, it's I'm not perfect at it. And um no, but that that's available to me, but I would say this. When I've meditated in the morning, it's much more accessible to me during the day. I move through the day right. very differently. Yeah than if I don't meditate that day. These conversations help me move through my day better, and hopefully people listening get that as well. So I, I didn't mean to challenge you. I don't know why. I just wanted to ask you that. No, no. That's, I mean, it's a good, because it's easy for me to say, right? Hmm. And uh, and I I've certainly get wrapped up in my own things as well. And But, but, but believe me, it was a lot more before hmm. I started this practice, you know? Yeah. And it takes some time. And uh, they're and 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 it's natural and it's okay to be compassionate with yourself, you know. And when you find yourself judging yourself and questioning, ah, there I go again. That's my mind. I've learned to be judgmental in this society. I've learned to be critical. Okay, understanding that, being compassionate with that, and then, but that's not the truth. <laughs> the truth is something a lot deeper and not judgmental. You know, the mindfulness is paying attention non-judgmentally to what's happening in the present moment. And so if your mind is racing in the present moment, could you just be pay attention to that non-judgmentally and just watch that like a movie, you know? Mm -hmm. And the watcher is the part of you that isn't affected by those things. Okay, good advice. And that is... When we say rest as awareness, you know, that's being the awareness and these things are happening. And that, you know, we've talked about reacting and responding. So you can be reacting like a monkey hmm. or you can respond from a place of wisdom. And we all have that potential, whether you believe it or not. That's up to you. If you choose to just take that opening that this is a possibility, then we have a place to work from. That, like that poem by David White called Faith. I hear you. I'm, it's always good to, I mean, I've heard you say it many times. It's always good to be reminded, especially in these days and these times right now. So I will carry that with me moving forward after hearing this for as long as I can until you remind me again. Well, yeah, well, just, you know what, that's okay, too, you know, because I think that um, we have to just go back to this over and over and over and over again. And that's okay, too. You know, there's right. no judgment here. Uh, if you have to do it a thousand times, 10,000 times, 100,000 times, okay, you're doing it. And we're on the path together and we're not throwing stones from the side. It seems so, so simple, though. Why do I forget? Yeah, right. Exactly. Why do you forget? Because my monkey mind is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's natural. It's fine. Yeah. 
it's fine. So we'll just keep working on it. Yeah. Well, thanks. There was another interesting um, story from Tara Brock as well. And she talked about uh, Thich Nhat Hanh mm. and uh, a story that he told. Thich Nhat Hanh is a um, Vietnamese a Zen uh, monk who's been a person who's done a lot of, of teaching in the West about Buddhism. And uh, she quoted him as saying, when the crowded Vietnamese refugee boats met with storms of pirates, if everyone panicked, all would be lost. But if even one person on the boat remained calm and centered, it was enough. It showed the way for everyone else to survive. And so that's what our invitation is to to find this place of calm so that we can help others. Right. You know, and that's really important right now. And there's still a lot of uncertainty. So let's let's practice that. Let's practice through a guided meditation um, to find that place of calm. Does that sound good? Sounds perfect. Okay, good. Again, if you're driving, don't do this. Let's save it later. But find yourself a comfortable place to sit, whether it be a chair or on the floor, on a pillow, and just, you know, get your play, get yourself together. Get your place together. And in your mind, just think, what is your intention for this? What is your yearning? Why are you listening to this and and what are you looking for? And whatever that might be, I'll just hold that as your intention. And you've deliberately sat your body down in your room, wherever you are, with your intention for something different. And as we get started, just give yourself permission to let whatever is happening in the present moment happen as it is. And just for a few minutes, see if you could let it happen without judgment. just with the realization that whatever is happening in the present moment is happening and let it be with understanding and compassion and full-heartedness and no matter how dire it seems let's just see what would happen We just let it be, let our minds do its thing, or your body do its thing. And if you're sick, your body's doing its thing. So with that opening, let's tune in to the body. And discover maybe for the first time today, this wonderful breath 
that's keeping you alive. And all day your body has been pumping air in and out of your lungs, which is really a very compassionate, generous thing. And you feel the air go into your nose or mouth and fill your lungs. Within the lungs there, the oxygen and carbon dioxide are exchanging and then you'll exhale all that carbon dioxide out that your body made from keeping you alive. So it's a complicated process. It's beautiful. And just focusing on that breath, being aware that you're breathing, aware that your body is keeping you alive. It sometimes has a sweet feeling, just a just a generous, compassionate, simple, beautiful process. And you're not thinking about it. I mean, you can think and take a deep breath, but the breathing is happening spontaneously without you thinking about it. But there's this little, this shift that instead of just breathing, you're knowing that you're breathing. And that knowing that's the place to open up and let it let it know. And, and this, doing this, practicing this over and over is, is this doorway to awareness because for a lot of people right now, their minds are racing. It's very hard to focus on the breath because the mind is going all over the place, especially if you're just starting out. But just like you can know that you're breathing, you can also know that your mind is racing. And when you know your mind is racing, you could go back to the breath. And what happens to that 
that racing thought. Well, maybe it's still there. So you know that your mind is racing. Go back to the breath. And then you say, I can't do this. My mind is racing too much. Aha. What is that awareness that's telling you your mind is racing? Go back to the breath. Your mind says, this is boring. I've got too much to do. Okay. No, that's what your mind is doing. Maybe your mind doesn't want to do this, okay? Note that. Let's go back to the breath. Be aware of the breath. And then your mind comes back, roaring back again. Be aware of those thoughts. Can, can awareness of the thoughts and the thoughts be there at the same time? Or does awareness transform those thoughts into presence? And it's okay to do this over and over again. People spend days doing this at retreats. But maybe somewhere inside, this makes sense. Some, somewhere beyond the thoughts, beyond the consciousness, is something bigger than these these thoughts, something more real, something that's been with you since you were born, something that is actually shared between all of us, some bigger sense of being in all of these thoughts and worries. And maybe it's challenging, maybe past traumas come up. Maybe past bad decisions come up. Just see if you can, in this present moment, Bring them to awareness. Go back to your breath and rest as awareness. Because in this present moment, just as it is, there's a connection to something deeper, no matter what's happening in the world or in your body. 
precious present moment. And every day there's an opportunity to do this. Connecting to the deeper sense of presence, of love, peace, joy, gratitude, generosity, something authentic that doesn't change minute to minute. It's not based on greeting, greed or hoarding or judgment. Something very fresh, something very loving, welcoming, a relief from all these thoughts. that may bring a sense of joy that isn't dependent on external things. And so again, the thoughts calm, go back to the breath. And you may have to do this 10,000 times. And that's okay. There's lots of people doing the same thing. And we can find another way to be in the world. So let's take three breaths, finish our meditation. And open your eyes. And um, look around and feel yourself. Look at things differently. Look at things right in the present moment, the beautiful sky or plants or trees. And then just enjoy this moment free of all the thoughts and distractions. Spring is coming and we will respond to what we need to as we move along.
Yes. So, Lisa, how are you doing? Hmm. You want the truth? Yeah. You share such great wisdom and such lovely thoughts and such a beautiful meditation that I think is so useful. And then I sit here and I'm thinking, why am I not feeling good? And I, and I'm like the most positive person you could meet. I always say I'm not a competitive person because I always say, unless you're in the Olympics, there's no reason to compare yourself to someone else. But I'm kind of sitting here thinking, how come I'm not like that? How come I'm not just flowing with beautiful wise thoughts and sharing an amazing meditation and and then I feel like and maybe some people because of what we're going through right now feel the same way I do that uh, they want to be there they want to feel that and they want to you know I'm so grateful for everything you share but sometimes it just makes me feel like I don't measure up is that, <laughs> is that common yeah, well so that is your your mind kind of judging <laughs> yourself I know, I kept thinking, be compassionate, be compassionate. We'll work this out later, me and my mind, because I wanted to just feel it and do it and, you know, so beautiful, so beautiful. And it yeah, was making well, me mad. Know, yeah, okay, so bring that into the awareness, right? And mm. it does take practice, you know, it does take practice. And I would like to encourage everyone to get the insight timer app and that gives you a timer for your meditation and you can set that to remind you to meditate every day and so lisa again it's not uh, it is like you said it's not a competition but it is it is that awareness muscle you know we've mm -hmm. called it that before to 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 work on and um i do think that a practice a daily practice um, can help open open this up for people, right? And I think that uh, that if you could try to practice every day for a few minutes, you know, start out with five minutes and go to ten minutes, and because these things are going to have to be realized in yourself, right? I can't. I, this is not again something you can think up. It's something to experience, and your mind is. You know, all of our minds are so full with so many things, and it's there, Lisa. It's there. And the little awakenings will start to come together, and uh, you're going to experience more and more of this as part of your, like, normal self. Well, could it be that life is just so difficult right now, and you can't just flip a switch and be okay? And listening to this and learning, and I am, and I'm, because again, I'm soaking it up and learning and grateful, and and the meditation was just just so beautiful. But then I'm thinking, I can't make myself feel that way. We can't make anybody listening feel that way, and we're not trying to, right? No, no, no. I'm just inviting you to yeah. to be aware, and you're and Lisa, you are aware of it yeah. <laughs> because you're telling me about it. So you're aware of what your mind is doing. So connect to that awareness and just keep working on that and it's gonna it's and it's gonna open up. Well, I don't want to ruin this for anyone else. I mean, as I said, and it it was it was so nice. Um No, no, I think you're you're asking the exact right questions and certainly not ruining it for anybody. You know, because these are the challenges and these are the questions that people have. Hmm. 
and uh, be compassionate with yourself and keep practicing. That's what I would say. I was good on the breathing part. I was feeling good. And then you started this meditation. I'm thinking, yes, this is what we need to hear. And this is so great. And then it was like just rising up in me. And I thought, that's not, I'm not, I don't, you know, I don't like conflict and I don't like negativity. And it wasn't, I wasn't feeling like my best self. Yeah. Well, you bring that to awareness. Mm. You, that's what your mind does. Your mind has, you know, we're trained to kind of compare ourselves to other people, but that's also, that's just a habit. That's just, you know, conditioning. So look at it that way and then rest as awareness and just keep working on that. I also think we need to point out, which we didn't do at the beginning, is that if this may sound a little different, we are not doing this podcast in our usual situation. We're socially distancing. So usually we're in a room together and we're not today. We're doing this via Skype. And I th- we should have mentioned that at the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we are so doing this over Skype yeah, for a while. If it sounds different, that's what you're hearing. Mm. But again gratitude and compassion and for everybody want everyone to feel okay so i maybe that's just it me being the big lover giver nurturer rescuer is like mm, how can i give that to other people if i'm not feeling it for myself at this moment well it's your inherent nature lisa and you're a and you are a giver you know that was an interesting uh, article we saw today about calling the your local emergency room and uh, talking to the charge nurse and seeing if you could deliver, have some food delivered to emergency rooms. I think that sounds like a really fun thing to do. Yep, we will keep that in mind. Everyone can do that wherever they are around the world, right? Yeah, exactly. You could call an emergency room, talk to the charge nurse, say, I'd like to deliver some pizzas to your ER. Would you guys like that? I bet they would love it, especially at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and you can definitely do that. It's like the hospital yeah. will accept it. They probably will. Just okay. check with them first, but okay. they would love it. That would be a great thing to do if yeah. you're able. Yeah. And then if you want to email us, exploringawareness at gmail.com. We love to read your comments and uh, yes, possible questions. And visit you us have. at patreon.com right. as well. You could visit us there. And we will keep doing weekly podcasts. And we really appreciate um, the connection with all of you out there and we look forward to continuing this and working our way through this together um, with presence and finding some peace and joy in this uh, chaos thanks so much for listening and please stay healthy yes be well This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.